0: All right. Hare Krishna. Jai Shri Jai. So welcome everybody Today's Vyas Puja celebration. Um, we put this here just so that the uh, camera as it is now look, uh, situated, whoever is speaking can speak from this chair or stand up and speak, however you like to do it. Um, if you're standing up, stand up on this side. This chair is like the edge of the, uh, uh, the screenshot that's being taken. And so that this is being live streamed right now so that people can actually see um um Srila Prabhupada as well and see the setup here of the uh the bus, the rather uh Dhamma the travelling Sankirtan party bus. And uh um, yeah. And uh there's also the way this being screen uh, being uh, recorded right now because this recording is for posterity as well the dds are being seen all the time as well if you go on youtube you'll see that that it's the top line is the dds being seen at the bottom is this this scene here and so when you're standing and sitting here just remember, realize that that's what's happening and uh, we're taking this for posterity because this year we've uh, made, made taken a lot of effort to speak about the Radha Dharma Traveling Sankirtan Party because in the uh, the history of this movement this is an amazing arrangement that was created by Srila Prabhupada and of course with the assistance of some uh, very very uh, amazing devotees uh, like Srila Gurudev and, um, and so we wanted to record it this year for And so there's lots of recordings that have been going on online. Uh, You can join us. There will be one again this Sunday at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, You can see that either on our own YouTube program or you can join the the Zoom program. The Zoom link is going to be on that screen that you see on the left side where it shows right now Shilagur Deva's Puja celebration. That other one will also show up on the screen. There it is right now. Actually, you can see it now. Uh, it's come up on the screen. So the link is there if you want to join on Zoom and if you'd like to ask any questions of these wonderful devotees who will be speaking about the Radha Dhamma Travelling Sankirtan Party. Uh, and so that's the reason this day we thought the theme should be the bus. And so we created the bus. Uh, all thanks to uh, Hans Dutta Prabhu, uh, such an amazing devotee, he's able to uh, organize things. So he did such a great job and as you, as you remember that famous photograph of the bus party and Srila Prabhupada was there and the devotees, they hold, so that's why this thing isn't there in the front. So it's rather Dhamadar who on the bus and then Gurudev Prabhupada and of course we would have had a photo of a lot of other devotees here as well but right now we just set up for two of them on the, uh, on the Vyasas and then the books are there because that, that's what the rather Dhamma Traveling Sankirtan Party was all about. How we can maximize the distribution of, uh, uh of, uh, Srila Prabhupada's books so that everybody can come to the point of Krishna consciousness. Anyway, thank you also very much for attending today's program. This year is the 76th, 76th anniversary of Srila Gurudev Srivasta Puja, of his Holy Appearance Day. And it said in our Siddhanta, in Gauri Vaishnava Siddhanta, that when we're celebrating the Vyasa Puja of any spiritual master, we are actually celebrating the Vyasa Puja of all spiritual masters. So, uh, please be very happy to be here. And this is one of the reasons we're recording this, just so that people will come to see this. And in future, hundreds of years of now, from now, maybe 500,000 years from now, when they look back at this recording, they will see that this was the beginnings of the Hare Krishna movement. Of course, this year is, what, the 50, what year, 56th year? 56th year, I think, of the movement. 50th year was 2016, so 55th year. 56th year, yeah. This is the 56th year. So religious movements are studied in 50-year cycles because they're meant to last for thousands of years. So the first birthday is in 50 years, that's the first cycle. So we just ended our second cycle right now. It's like the second birthday of the Hare Krishna movement, you might say. So we're very young right now. We're still a very young movement. Uh, when this movement becomes 100 years old, 200 years old, we can't even imagine what will be happening. It'll be so many amazing things will be happening. Uh, but at that time, they'd like to look back and see, just like, you know, imagine uh, for Christians today, right? If they could see a video of the time when jesus was on the planet when lord jesus was on the planet and his disciples were preaching 5 10 15 50 60 100 years from after he left you can imagine how amazing that would be right i mean that would be totally amazing that would prove that actually jesus lord jesus was on the planet today some people ask questions but did he really come was there lord jesus i mean you don't have a photograph you don't have anything and with Prabhupada, we have footage of him, you know, actually walking on the planet, actually speaking, eating, uh, everything about him, detail to detail. So it's hard for somebody in the future to say, well, we don't know if he really walked on the planet. might be a big conspiracy. It's not because here's the footage. Of course, these days we have these virtual reality things. where <laughs> We can show a person almost like a real person giving a talk when it's actually only a a virtual reality program. But you can tell which one is virtual reality and which is a recording. And you can imagine that today's uh video recording a hundred years from now will look a little wonky, you know. Just like today if you look at the what they call the talkies of the sixties, you see the talkies of the sixties, right? Where animated people were they're, they're moving around a little jerky, you know, and there's no voice, right, in the beginning. So you can tell that this was the talkies from the 60s, like that. So this is going to be very amazing that in the future, when Krishna consciousness will be so widely practiced by everybody, they'd love to look back at the origins of the movement and say, how did the movement start? Who were the devotees at the time of that movement? What did they do? So understanding that today, as you speak today, if there's anything that you can say, thinking a little about... In the future, when people hear this, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, 200, 5,000 years from now, what would you like them, what was the message you'd like to give them a little in terms of the current situation, not just not preaching to them, but actually just saying things in a way that you know they would find very interesting to know that that happened at that time. These are real things that happened at that time. So Srila uh, uh, Gurudev, as we all know, um, uh, is a disciple of His uh, Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, and one of the prominent disciples. All the disciples of Srila Prabhupada are very important. Every last one of them is very important. Prabhupada made that very clear. Srila Gurudev made that very clear. And it is very clear that all the disciples are amazing, amazing devotees, who helped Srila Prabhupada set up this movement around the world. Just did amazing things to set up the movement. And then the next generation came along to help them to continue spreading the movement and today it is true that the Hare Krishna movement is much larger than it was uh, when it started. It's much bigger. Today we have many more than a thousand temples now. We have many more than ten thousand centers around the world. I mean, that's amazing. You know, we have millions of devotees and many millions who are actually devotees but would rather stay a little in the background right now for one reason or another. But they'll also come out, they'll also join in and actually become part of that big traveling, big Sankirtan party that uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur predicted that everybody will join hands and dance and dance and sing Jay Sachinandana Gaurahari. So we can see that coming about slowly and uh, all over the world. And especially in America, there's some very, very amazing programs that are happening. So we're supposed to start the offerings at 10.30, and that's why you heard me give this long spiel. And uh, so now I'd like to call upon uh, you wonderful devotees to come and speak. And I'll start with Chakri Prabhu. Uh, Prabhu, would you like to come along and say something? I'm sorry. Oh, she wants to be here at that time. Okay, so we we'll wait for him. So, uh, yeah. Vishwam Prabhu, can you please come?
1: Thank you. Om Ajjana Timirandasya. Jnana Anjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Mele Tam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Nama Om Vishnu Padāya Krishna Prishthai Bhutale. Shri Tamal Krishna Goswami Nithinamini. Namah Om Vishnu Padai Krishna Prishtha Bhutali Shumate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nithinamini. Namaste Saswati Deve Gauravani Picharine. Nir Vishesh Unyavadi Paschatyadevstarine. So, it is the most auspicious day for all of us, the devotees in Iskan today <clears throat> and specifically for the Dallas Temple devotees, the congregation devotees, the new devotees, the senior devotees, everybody. Why? Because the Appearance Day of a great pure devotee is an occasion that you can participate in celebration and you can get unlimited blessings from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. So, that way, I consider myself very fortunate to be able to participate here (coughs) in the favorite temple of Srila Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj. The last temple was definitely his favorite temple. He worked very hard to put this temple on the map. Before he took charge of the Dallas temple, it was not doing very well. But with his special skills and training that he had Received from Srila Prabhupada. Srila <coughs> Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj. He met Srila Prabhupada in the very early days of ISKCON movement. Just like Nityanand Prabhu just mentioned that now we are in the early childhood phase of ISKCON society. So, if you compare the Iskan society with other societies like Muslim society or Christian society, <coughs> Christianity has 2000 years of history. But in the early 50 days of Christianity, they had no history, they had no society, there was nothing even the bible was written after 100 or 200 years after christianity started so for the first 500 600 years this is what the history the world historians they are saying that 5 600 years christianity was nowhere in the world so <clears throat> similarly muslim society For the first hundred, two hundred years, there was even no book, there was no Quran, there was nothing. Nobody knew about it. It was just a small nomadic Arab community. And something was happening locally. So, you can see if you, from the historical point of view, if you compare, which is already being done by the great historians. And they are saying that what the ISKCON society, Hare Krishna movement has achieved in the 50 years it was not even achieved for 6 or 100 years by either the Muslims or by the Christians, which are the greatest groups right now if you look at the world population but the speed with which the Iskan society and the Hare Krishna movement is spreading all over the world. So you can only take a calculated guess what will be the situation. How big will be the Iskan movement 500 years after? So that's 450 more years to go, approximately. So, looking at that, we can say very confidently that we have a very bright future as far as the society is concerned. And because we are participating in the early stages of Iskan society, so definitely for us also there is a very bright future. So, the Krishna Goswami Maharaj is very special category devotee. Why? Because very few devotees who joined in that phase of very early stages of the movement, when Prabhupada did not have practically anybody with him. He was one of the first ones who joined with him and he stayed all along. Not only he stayed all along, but he helped Prabhupada to establish some fundamental principles to build the foundation of the Skåne Society. That is a very rare contribution from one individual. If you consider Srila Prabhupada as the general of the sankirtan army of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then definitely you can say Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj. He is the lieutenant general. He is the right-hand man. From the very day he joined, <coughs> he seriously participated and helped Prabhupada in every way he could. He became the personal servant of Srila Prabhupada. He was also the secretary of Srila Prabhupada. And he was the advisor also of Srila Prabhupada. So, his role, you can imagine how much faith Srila Prabhupada had on Srila Guru Devtama Krishna Goswami Maharaj. And, first of all, as you see here, the Radha Damodar Sankirtan bus party, he established successfully all over the America. That was a great achievement and Prabhupada was so impressed with this achievement that he personally came to bless this party. So many Newcomers became very wonderful devotees by joining this Radha Damodar book distribution Sankirtan party. So, <clears throat> if that was the only achievement that he had, then that was even great enough. But after that, one after another, in different projects all over the world, in Bombay project, he helped Prabhupada to establish the Bombay project, Bombay Juhu project, rather Bihari. Then he helped to secure the land of Mayapur Dam and build the beautiful temple that we are going see the inauguration is coming up. So he was very actively involved with Mayapur project up to the end of his life here on the earth planet. And he helped with Vindavan project. So the three most important projects in India he helped with. Then he helped establish Krishna consciousness in Fiji. Uh, In America, of course, he was always involved. But the two most beautiful temples that we see, the Dallas temple and the Houston temple, as a model project, that how you can make a temple project successful. He put the foundational principles here and in Houston. And we can see the progress that we are able to achieve here in Dallas and in Houston. So, uh, these are just some of the few examples of Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj, Gurudev's wonderful achievements during his lifetime. Many devotees think that when we get old, Oh, we should enjoy retirement. Many devotees I see, they are looking forward to retire. That how, now I have worked so hard my all my life. How can I retire? But I saw Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj. He was not keeping very good health that time. But he looked at me and he was smiling. He kind and compassionate smile and his merciful glance. I can never forget from the very beginning I didn't have a lot of time to spend with him uh, because he was a very great leader and I was just a small devotee. But every time he showered so much mercy on me personally. So I'm eternally grateful and thankful to him because in the beginning I used to uh, hear his lectures, his classes very attentively. And I used to personally go and attend his Kirtan programs. His Kirtan was a very special treat, very sweet and melodious. As he was an expert uh, in the different scriptures, in explaining the scriptures, also he was an expert musician. And a singer, he had a very sweet voice. So, I was fortunate to get all the mercy. Uh, So, personally, I am very thankful to Sri Tamad Krishna Goswami Maharaj. Now, the other great achievements that I should not forget mentioning is Is successful establishing Krishna Consciousness in China. In those days, nobody could imagine going into China and introducing Krishna Consciousness. And when, just like in Russia, in the early days, it was a very repressive government and devotees had a lot of, they had to face a lot of troubles. So, similarly, now it's a little bit easy in, in Russia. <clears throat> so when the repressive government in China is gone, you can imagine how Krishna consciousness will explode in China. Because right now in Russia, there are hundreds and thousands and thousands of devotees, more and more people. They want to become Krishna devotees. So same thing is going to happen in China. But the credit of that will go to Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj Gurudev, Because he took the order of Srila Prabhupada seriously. Prabhupada had given him other choice also, that if you don't want to go to China, then you can sit down here in Mayapur and chant Hare Krishna. And Tamal Krishna Maharaj he took the risky path. He always chose the bold and risky path to achieve more and more successful Krishna Conscious Movement. So, that one thing also has impressed me and inspired me. Besides that, his personal skills of book writing. Nobody can forget, if you study Shiltamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj's books, you can understand how high-quality scholar he was. And at the same time, he was able to also bring in intellectuals. Uh, that was his one of his major uh, desires, to bring the intellectual community and academic community into Krishna consciousness. So he worked hard for that also. So it is very rare to find one personality, Who is so perfect and multi-talented. And yet when you see him personally, he looks so humble and smiling and kind and compassionate. So again, today I am offering my obeisances at his lotus feet. And uh, also I am offering my obeisances at his followers. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.
0: Thank you, Vishwambar Prabhu. Vishwambar Prabhu ki jai. Srila Gurudev ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Now we have a Chakri Prabhu come (coughs) up.
2: Namah Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Itinomine Namah Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimati Bhaktivedanta Swami Itinomine So I was really inspired today when I saw the bus. <laughs> I thought that was really amazing that, uh, bus that, uh, was put together by Hansadudra Prabhu Because I was on that bus party, I had the good fortune of being on that, on that bus party, so this uh, brings back a lot of memories. Um, I was listening to a lecture yesterday by Srila Prabhupada, and Prabhupada asked a question in the lecture, he said, uh, what does it mean to serve Krishna? And then he gave the answer, he said, service to Krishna means spreading Krishna consciousness to everyone. That, that is service to Krishna, spreading Krishna consciousness. So that was Srila Dave's life. Uh, he dedicated himself to spreading Krishna consciousness and helping Srila Prabhupada in his mission. So in so many ways uh he started the distribution of back to Godheads and uh then he came up of the with the idea of this traveling bus party, so he purchased so many buses they were uh renovated inside to be like a temple room. There was a pretty good sized temple room, then an altar, and then behind the altar was a kitchen so <laughs> Everything was uh self contained on that uh bus that we had. It was like a rolling temple. So this was all uh Shula Gurudev's arrangement with uh Jan Swami and um we had vans uh like we weren't always with the bus. There was maybe four or five vans that were attached to each bus and uh periodically we would meet at the bus but we weren't always at the bus so it was a little bit austere uh one but one van it was just a cargo van like a dodge van or a ford van there would be uh four of us living in that van if you can imagine (laughs) you know four 20 year olds living in one van even one time there were five of us and we just slept in that van we ate in that van and uh that was our life, uh, distributing the books during the day. And uh, it, it was austere, uh, but I feel fortunate like that's probably my greatest asset in my spiritual bank account, uh, being able to be a part of that uh, activity. Uh, we would just get up in the morning, have a short morning program, uh, have breakfast, and then we would just be dropped off uh on a parking lot by ourselves all day long. uh Sometimes you'd get picked up by maybe seven eight o'clock at night, and it was just you and uh your books and your mind uh, uh you know just distributing books all day long and then uh occasionally we would get to go with the bus and uh Anyway, you know, we were, we were young. I think I was about 25 years old. So most of us in our twenties and younger. So it was great. It was uh, adventurous and we got to perform a lot of austerities and distribute so many books that way. Uh, Srila Gurudev came up with the plan. Uh, We weren't actually directly giving the books, but we would give some paraphernalia get a donation, and then give the book. So that way we could distribute so many books, because people, at that time, they didn't know what Hare Krishna was. And there were a lot of uh, cults around then. So uh, this is the way we did it. And that was uh, Srila Gurudev's genius, that he figured out a way that um, so many books, so many books could be distributed. And they asked Prabhupada about that. Is it okay that we're doing like this? At first he said, well, better to distribute the books directly. But then uh, Srila Gurudev said, well, then our distribution will be cut in half. And then Prabhupada said, oh, okay, if this is working, then just keep doing it. So when I joined the party, it was toward the end, I think, 1976. So I think uh, Srila Gurudev was maybe in China by then or planning to go to China. But, uh, I just saw him once. He came to our party one time and and gave a lecture. And, uh, it was, it was very, very, uh, inspiring. So, uh, that was, uh, Srila Gurudev's uh, contribution by having this uh, beautiful party. So there were two things, when I think of Srila Gurudev, uh, two things come to mind and that is one is preaching and then the other one is sadhana. He always, uh, uh, stressed having good sadhana and, uh, he always stressed uh, getting up early in the morning, coming to the temple, coming to Mangalartik, uh, chanting your rounds in the temple, reading Prabhupada's books. And he was a living example of that himself. He, he did all those things. He did everything himself. Uh, he said to worship the deities on the altar, read Krishna book, then you can go on the altar, you can be with the deities, and you can uh, remember those past times. So that was another uh, feature of Srila Gurudev that I'll always remember his uh, strict uh, adherence to sadhana. And he said, uh, "He said our whole life is sadhana. Everything you do is, is sadhana. So that's something that um, I always try to remember. And uh, this temple also was set up uh, as a preaching project. He wanted people to come here. Uh, that's why he established the restaurant so people could come." take prasadam, and then he uh, built this beautiful temple room uh, with so many beautiful, beautiful architecture and all these paintings so people could come and, and be attracted. Uh, I'm sure we've all had the experience of people coming to the temple for the first time and they walk in and, and they're just astounded by uh, how beautiful it is. And in the past, we used to have tours. There were tours. Devotees were we're giving tours to the restaurant customers because they're actually inquisitive uh what, what what is this how was this built and why is this built and what's it all about so um he had instituted uh tours of the temple room so in that way people would become uh more and more interested in in krishna consciousness and um, we used to have a table in here with some Pamphlets and books that people could take, uh, to introduce them to Krishna consciousness. So it would be nice, uh, if we could, we could do those things again because people are coming and they are, uh, inquisitive about what we're doing. And that was why, uh, Gurudev made this, this temple the way it is and the restaurant so we could, we could make more, more devotees that way. So I guess that's basically it. So uh, we always say we can associate with the guru two ways, by uh, vani and vapu, by instruction and by personal association. So uh, now that we can have Gurudev's personal association, we can uh, follow his instructions of... Um, uh, having good sadhana, strong sadhana, reading Prabhupada's books, and spreading Krishna consciousness. I once heard him say that if you don't uh, spread Krishna consciousness or help spread Krishna consciousness, then uh you won't get the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. So I pray that I can uh, follow in his footsteps, and um, I thank him for starting this Radha Dhamanar party and uh, allowing me to be a part of it uh, I was in New York at the time and uh, there was going to be Ratha that was the year that Prabhupada was coming to New York for Ratha Yatra but uh, they asked me to to join the Radha party and I said well I want to be here for Ratha they said oh you can come back it's fine <laughs> but once I was on the party I, I never came back but, uh, anyway, I thank Srila Gurudev for, for starting that, uh, Radha party and allowing me to be a part of it. And, uh, I pray that I can, uh, follow his instructions and, uh, continue with my sadhana and somehow, uh, help him and Srila Prabhupada in, uh, in their mission to, uh, distribute Krishna consciousness to everyone. Uh, we can see the way things are in the world right now and, Everything is, uh, in a big chaos, so people are, are definitely searching for answers, so by, uh, distributing Prabhupada's books and, um, explaining to them about Krishna consciousness, then, uh, I think we can, uh, definitely improve the world situation. Jai. Srila Gurudeva ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai.
0: Jai Chakri Prabhu Ki Jai So now we'll have Mathurana Prabhu And After Mathurana Prabhu, kartikeya Prabhu Can you come up?
3: So, <clears throat> I was thinking what I was going to speak about today, and I was thinking about the first time I actually saw Srila Gurudev. Um, Jivananda Prabhu had, uh, i had met him at a, uh, Show is funny, it's a whole story in itself how we were competitors. He worked for one company and I worked for another company and we both sold the same products. So anyway, I was able to meet him and he started telling me about Srila Prabhupada and about Krishna consciousness. And later on he told me, he said, you you know, you need to uh, take initiation. In order to take initiation, you need to seek out a guru. And at that time, there were like 11 initiating gurus, and he said, any one of these gurus can take you back to Godhead. He said, but if you want to be drugged back to Godhead, you gotta take to Malkrishna Goswami. So I thought, okay, that's probably what I need is, I need to be drugged back. So, uh, so a little, little later on, I, I guess it was ni- 1976 was the first Ratyatra in New York. Well, Jivananda Prabhu wanted me to go to it. He was, Tell, asking me to go with him. And so I was making all these excuses of why I couldn't go, uh, money and job and all this. And then I got a letter from my company and, and they said, you're not spending enough of our money. You need, they sent me a credit card. It was a travel card where you could just fly wherever you wanted, you know, and and charge it to the card. So I thought, all right, well, I guess this is a sign that, um, so I took, I thought my first charge on that card was going to New York to the Ratheatra and, so when we got there, that that day, we had a, uh, that night, actually, we had a kirtan at Times Square. And <clears throat> so I was walking, I'm, I was brand new uh, to Krishna consciousness, and I was walking in the kirtan. And I had been, Jim and I had pointed out who Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj was. And so I was walking, and every time I would look over at Srila Gurdev, he would be staring at me, just, just like through those glasses, just looking right at me. So I'd turn around, and then I'd walk a little bit, and I'd look over at him, and he's staring at me again, you know. And uh, so that was my first encounter with Srila Gurdev, and I didn't really get to meet him during that uh, during that rathiatra. But that glance from him uh, changed my life. Um, it just shows the power of a pure devotee it just from a glance you know we hear that one second 's association with a pure devotee, so after that i uh, I could feel like my senses were being like challenged you know and threatened, so I tried to get a ticket to go home. I was ready to, to fly home right <laughs> right after that that next day, and uh, i couldn 't get a ticket, so I went to the Yatra, and uh, and then when I got back home. Lila my wife she told me she said you were never the same after that uh, You know things you tried to do before like get intoxicated or do this or that it never was the same after that glance And I mentioned this to Srila one time and he, he acknowledged he remembered that yeah that that glance and So I just want to thank him so much for taking the time to glance at me and, and giving me his mercy and and changing my life like that um, <clears throat> So after that, we um, we went back. I'm, I went back to Tennessee, Nashville, and um, and during that time, different devotees would come and visit. There was Balavanta Prabhu, uh, uh Hari. He wasn't a Maharaj at that time, but he would come. And then just to do the Maharaj, and then actually one of the uh, Radharamanor buses came and stayed at our house for for several days until the, somebody called the police on him, and they had to leave. But uh it was Brahma's bus that came and stayed at our house for a while. So we had a lot of association, people coming through, but then Srila Gurudev came. And when Srila Gurudev came, he stayed stayed with us at our house. And, uh you know, we all at that time, it was myself, Radhanath Prabhu lived right next door to me. And then there was Jivananda and Rupanuga Prabhu in Knoxville. And so... When Sri, you know, we all had jobs, we all had good jobs, we all had uh, a nice house, uh, and so we had everything you were, you know, supposed to have from a material standpoint to make you happy. But Srila came and he, you know, he showed us what real happiness was and he convinced us that you quit your job, uh, sell your house and move to, uh, Texas, move to, uh, here in, here in, uh, Texas. So, uh, so, we did that uh and i was just thinking back how only a pure devotee could 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 give you that mercy and convince you to be able to do that you know and uh so we did and we um we all uh, in 1979 we sold our houses and quit our jobs and we came here in 79 and so after that um you know shirley Gure, Dave, um this temple was actually, this room that we're in here right now was actually a basketball court at one time. And Srila Dave with his vision, uh, he made it into, transformed it into this beautiful temple that it is today. And then also the restaurant, he, it was his idea to, uh, to start a restaurant, which we know has, has, uh, so many people have come and taken Persadam and everything. And, Srila Gurdav, as Bishman Prabhu was saying, this this was his headquarters. He considered Dallas as his his actual headquarters. And so we did his redid his room upstairs. And so after remodeling his room as a devotee named Pasupati Prabhu, uh Srila was there and he we had a new bed for him and everything, and so he was laying in his bed. And he asked myself and Jivananda were there, and he said, uh, so how does this mattress look? Does it look like it's firm? And I said, Uh yeah, it looks looks good, Shrugurda, but you can barely tell that there's an indention, you know, from your body. And so he said, well, I really think my bed should be over here facing east. But he said, I don't really want to get out of bed. He said, I don't know what to do. And so Jivananda said, well, Shrugurda, Materna and I, we've been lifting weights, so... uh We'll just pick your bed up and take you over on the other side of the room. So he said, Really? You can do that? So we did. We picked his bed up. He got one in. I got the other. We moved him over to the other side of the room. And he said, Wow. He said, It was just like flying. He said, Move me back over to the other side now. <laughs> so we did that a couple of times, moving him back and forth, you know, in his room. Uh, and he he really, really loved his quarters up there. Um, and. Uh, just loved coming to Dallas whenever he would come here. we know what it was like. His place was like a beehive uh, with devotees running every direction, you know trying to get ready for and I heard it was like that actually at almost every temple he went to uh, to ma krishna 's coming so that 's so anyway again I just i don 't want to go on I'm just there 's a lot of different pastimes but uh, just wanted to thank Srila Lagarde again for for taking the time to actually come and rescue us in in Nashville, Tennessee, and bring us here to Radhikale Chanji Dam and uh, be able to be here with all the devotees. Uh, and so, just want to thank him so much for that. Thank you, Joshua Lagarde, Aki.
0: Karta Kra. Uh, can you speak after him?
4: Hare Krishna. Amaum Vishnu Padaya Krishna prestaya butale, Sri Tamal Mal Krishna Goswami Tina Mina. Silaguri Devya Sapuja Ah, Two, um, characteristics of our beloved Sheila Gurudev were, um both his sense of humor and his, uh, humility. In terms of sense of humor, with Maturana's chest, uh, show us that with, you know, moving the bed from here to there and, and the, uh, constantly he, you know, he had that that smile, right? <laughs> you know, something like that. And and, and and a laugh and it was so wonderful and he was very witty and quick uh with everything. And in terms of the humility is I remember here in this temple, Ridayananda Maharaj gave a class in one of his Vyasapujas saying that Gurudev was actually the most humble. Even in the early days when he was very stern and uh, you know, he used to distribute his sauce very liberally to everyone. Uh, uh, but um but, uh, Ridayananda Maharaj said that uh, all that he wanted to do was to please Prabhupada. And so uh, he may be stern and strong and, and controversial in some things, uh, and so he was criticized in many ways, but he didn't care. He didn't care because all that thing he wanted to do and all his focus was, I want to please Srila Prabhupada. I don't care what anybody, anybody anybody else said. And I was just uh, listening to a class where they was giving, he was talking about the humility, in general, the humility of the devotees. Uh, and uh, he uh, told a story, maybe some of you heard it in, in one of his classes, but uh, that uh, um, many times uh they have to go through some humiliating things he said as when they were distributing books and uh, um, and how they were um, uh, pushed and accosted by by people authorities different things but he He had this situation that we were in India and they, they were in India and they were distributing books and they, they were, went to see an Indian man and the, and the Indian man said, well, I, I will, looks like you're very thirsty, you should drink something, I have some soda pop. And, you know, the devotees say, no, thank you very much, we're okay, we don't need anything. And you know he insisted, no, you should have some soda pop. In fact, you know you you you're sweating and it's so hot. And the, and the devotees, no, no, just you know we have these books. You were talking about the books. And then the men said to them, uh, "I tell you what, unless you pour this pop out of your heads and cool yourselves, I'm not going to buy the books." So the devotees say, "Okay, you know we are here to distribute books, so give us the soda pop." And they just put the soda pop over their heads and then the guy bought the books. And they were saying this was, you know, it seems like he uh, it seems like he was abusing us or would, uh, he was trying to uh make us serve him in his kind of crazy desire. But what we thought of it is no we're not serving this man. We are serving Srila Prabhupada and Srila Prabhupada wants us to distribute his books. So this is what it takes to distribute six books we will put soda pops over our heads. And uh, it's just an amazing example of what devotees have gone, uh, uh, especially in the early days, um, um, to uh, leave with the instruction of Shila Prabhupada and then the, the other gurus after he left to keep propagating the Krishna conscious movement. And everything that he was saying here this morning, uh, by all the devotees, all the incredible accomplishments, you know, this temple, the restaurant, China, uh, everything, uh, it, you gotta understand, we gotta understand that Gurudev, uh, had a, uh, and this is maybe, uh, not Totally correctly, philosophically, maybe be different, but he only had a 34 year span to do his service. He joined at, uh, 18 and he passed at 56. Okay? And, and he was doing all of these, these temples, China, while, uh, doing a myriad of other things. And in a very personal way. I mean, we will, we will write to Gurudev. Uh, he's developing China. He is, uh, uh, in the, in the university getting f- 4.0 grades and, and getting all the awards in, in SMEO and everything. And in the meantime, if any of us would write a letter, he will respond to that letter. He will, or the email. And uh, you know, um, I remember when we were in Puerto Rico, he um, we asked him when well, wanna see you today and, and he was writing back and forth in Puerto Rico and he said, Well, when I finish my studies in England and I got my PhD, then I will come to Puerto Rico and see you. So even even in the middle of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna r I i am going to I make I remember one time in, in Srila Sapuja we were in Denver and Nandini read a list of the accomplishments of Srila Prabhupada which were inconceivable and I put something I'm not going to read it all it's, it's big letters anyway I'm not going to read it all because other people want to speak but I put a list of all Gurudev's accomplishments in his 34 years so while he is doing Everything that we know about and we talk about, uh, he was, his preaching field was, of course, Texas, Islands, Houston, in Europe, the the Middle East, England, Germany, France, Italy, Switzerland, Israel, Hungary, in India, all over India, with the main Projects in Mayapur, Vrindavan Bombay, Govardhan, Varsana, etc. In the Far East, the Philippines, Hong Kong, China, Taiwan, South Pacific, Fiji, Australia, New Zealand. He also lectured in New York, St. Louis, Bloomington, Nashville, Knoxville, Chicago, Benzies, Honolulu, Los Angeles, Nukuro, etc., Oklahoma Farm, the U.S., Singapore, South Korea, Belgium, Zurich, Northern Ireland, Amsterdam, Malaysia, amounting to more than 3,600 Recorded classes while he was doing all of these uh, while while having his other duties, including being a GBC a guru and developing all the other preaching and managerial prop, prop situations that that he had, so he was beyond in power. Uh, we, um, some of the things were mentioned here, so I won't mention. He was, um, 18 years old when he, uh, uh joined the movement, uh, and took initiation for Srila Prabhupada. And in just his first four years as a devotee, so between 19 and 22, um um He uh, initiated the successful Sankirtan Paris and BTG distribution in Los Angeles and San Francisco. On November of 1969, Srila Prabhupada requested to go to London, England, to keep organizing the Harinam and preaching. In 1970, again, Srila Prabhupada asked him to do the same thing in Hamburg, Germany, and Paris, France, From there, Prabhupada asked him to go to India until 1972, where he was part of the GBC since its inception. All of this in just his four years. After that, he came to America to do the Radha Dhamadar party. So, you know, we can we can look at ourselves and see what do we do in our first four years of Krishna consciousness in compared to this amazing personality. And uh, there were so many formidable... Accomplishments, perhaps you know, uh, perhaps one of them was when he was in college uh, at SMU. He received nine of the college's highest awards in 1996, 1997, 1998. All the while keeping his activities and duties as a leader and good for hundreds of people. So Srila Prabhupada didn't hesitate in calling him. He says, Prabhupada acknowledged that Tamal Krishna Goswami was the foremost grand disciple of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So, uh, I pray to Gurudev, if I can only do one, what is it, one thousand of the, of of, of the, t- one thousands of the tip of the hair of the service that you did, Srila Gurudev, bless, bless me so I can please you in some way and uh, pay you back for having this richest soul here with, in the Association of Devotees. Srila Gurudev, Ki Jai. Shila Gurudev, Yasa Ki Jai. Hare Krishna.
0: So... I am
5: a secretary. You can stand, you can sit. Krishna Prasaya Krishna it's been a very long time since we've gathered for Vyasa Puja, and i was I was getting ready to come here he I didn't I actually hadn't planned on speaking. Um, I was just remembering how when he was here, like the craziness and the enthusiasm and the excitement that we would have in celebrating his Vyasa puja you know while he was here, and usually or sometimes it wasn't around his actual day because he would be traveling. So I remember um, one year, it was celebrated in Houston and we celebrated over Memorial Day weekend. I mean, the whole weekend. And it ended with an initiation ceremony on actual Memorial Day, which also happened to be Beam Ekadesi, which we celebrated last week. And that was the day that I got initiated 26 years ago. and. I remember not feeling ready at all to take shelter, to take initiation, to take such heavy vows, right? Like, this is a promise that I'm making for the rest of my life. But Gurudev said to me, I'm initiating you, so just get ready. Like, he didn't give me a choice about it. And that's how it kind of was in our relationship with, with us, right? He We discussed things, but at the end, if I was kind of indecisive, He made the decision for me. He said, this is what you're going to do. That's it. So, you know, that was 26 years ago. I was thinking, wow, it was so many years ago. And so many more years that he hasn't been here on Earth than when he was actually here on Earth. And, you know, there's there's just so many things that have happened in the last 26 years. I'd love to say that I feel like I'm a lot more progressed in my spirituality, in my Krishna consciousness than 26 years ago? I don't know if that's the case. I do know that every Vyasa Puja, I reflect upon that. Every Disappearance Day, I reflect upon that. Like, how have I progressed? How am I pleasing him? How am I pleasing Srila Prabhupada? And each year, the answer is a little different. Each year, the answer is, I'm going to make more of an effort. And that's really what I've come down to is I'm going to make more of an effort. Like, we just heard all of his accomplishments in his 38 years as a Christian devotee. It's, like, mind-boggling that he could do so much in so little time. And I'm thinking, like Karthikeya said, I haven't even done one thousandth of, you know, the tip of a hair of what he's done. And if I could even do that much, I feel like I've done a lot I know that the last couple of years have been extremely difficult with the pandemic, with the world shutting down, with not being able to, you know, the temple being closed, not being able to come to the temple. I felt very lucky that because I took shelter of Srila Gurudev 26 years ago, that these last two years were not that difficult, that we had this wonderful community that he set up for us, this Dallas you know, Radha Kalachanji community, all the devotees, we all kind of looked out for each other. We had our own little bubbles within the community that even though we're isolated from each other, we still checked in on each other. And I remember last February when we had that awful, awful snowstorm when the power went out and how, you know, we would get these messages that I've got power at my house, who needs to come over, right? And that, I just thought, was like the quintessential essence of what Gurudev had set up for us, that we could all rely on each other in moments of intense suffering. And that's what we were able to do, is rely on each other when we really needed to. I feel blessed that even though the temple was closed, I still managed to sneak in and not really sneak in, but, you know, come in and dress the deities, um, give class. I remember when we weren't giving class, there was this long stretch, and I started to feel a little antsy, and I, and Ritath Vijayasalami had asked me, like, what do I need? What do I need to do to feel like I'm doing something? And then all of a sudden, we got the message classes started up again. And then I was like, okay, great. And I remember getting ready for my first class back and it just felt like being embraced again, doing some service, you know, serving Srila Gurudev in some small way that I can. So as I look forward to the next year as how I can serve, you know, Srila Gurudev in my own way, in the way that he wanted me to, in the way he's instructed me to, you know, you just make a little bit stronger resolve to do so. So with the blessings of all of Vaishnavas here, I hope to be able to fulfill some small measure of, you know, the service that he's given for me. So, Hare Krishna.
0: Thank you, Jeshuradi Prabhu. Prabhu Ki Jai. I had to ask Arjun Krishna Brown to do him in his service to get him up here. So amongst the ladies, any of the ladies I uh, would like to say something? Majis? Everybody shaking their head? No. <laughs> it.
6: This thing on there, it's probably full of germs. Omagyana Tamanindasya Janajana Shalakaya Jakshusham Lilitam Jaina Tazmai Sri Guru Venamaha Namo Om Vishnu Badaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shrimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Iti Namane tis ta cha yasha sankirtan shtribit bhavitam yena bhaktam Prabadi prapadnima tashavai Namo Vishnu-bhadaya-krishna-prastaya-bhutale-srimate-bhakti-vidanta-svami-yiti-namane. Saraswati swati devi gaurvani pacharane nirva seshi srinivadi pashcita Jai shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadatara Sri Vasadhi, Gaur, Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, we were requested that we all write a Vyasa Phuja offering, and by the grace of the two sisters in Puni, They put a book together. So I'm going to read my offering. (laughs) I normally don't read from, Gurudev told me never to. He took the paper away from me in Fiji. I had a whole thing planned out, two pages, real important points, that I spent almost half of the night writing. And when I went to talk, I pulled out the paper. He says, no, put the paper away. I says, Gurudev, I got, he says, no, put the paper away. Put the paper away. Okay. Out the paper went, so I had to talk. So from then on, so here's my offering. It was a short offering. Okay. Please accept my humble obeisances in the dust of your lotus feet. All glories to you, Srila Gurudev, on this most auspicious day. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to the entire Guru Parampara. Shakshad Dharitve Nasamasa tataba Uptashtataba Vyatevip Sabe Kintu ya Yapriya Eva Tasha. I know these by heart, but when I read it, I forget it. Vande Guru Shri Charanar The spiritual master is to be honored as much as the Supreme Lord because he's the most confidential servitor of the Lord. This is acknowledged in all revealed scriptures and followed by all authorities. Therefore, I offer my respectful obeisances to the lotus feet of our spiritual master, who is the most bona fide representative of Lord Hari Krishna. Now Mohini and her sister requested that we read the first part of the beginning of this book. And this was the first part of it. So the first part... Oh, there's more to my offering. Gurudev, you know... (laughs) When Karthi or Chakri Purua says, there's two things that come to mind when I think of Tamal Krishna Goswami. Well, I have about 200 million things that come to mind when I think of Tamal Krishna Goswami. Uh, when I first joined, speaking of the Radha Dar, Damodar party, I joined this Krishna Conscious Movement right at the very end in 1976 in Chicago. And I remember the buses being in the back of the temple and all the brahmacharis were running around. (laughs) There was dozens and dozens. And we all slept in the swimming pool. The old temple was a YMCA in Chicago. And they had this big swimming pool. It was about the size of this temple room. And one part of it sloped to go to the deep water, and some devotees had to put some barricades. So they, had, they <laughs> you picture all of these brahmacharya. I was stuffed in there. Of course, I was a gurhasti at the time. But I, so that was the end of the Radhamadhar party, and we had a Rathiatra in 1976 in Chicago. And Tripurari Maharaj was there with his bus. Gurudev wasn't there at that Rathiatra. I wish he would have been there. But anyway, it all worked out for the best. And uh, I was, you know, sitting in the crowd listening to all the music. And, you know, I was brand-new devotee. In. And then one brahmachari came up to me and says, Tripurari Maharaj wants to speak with you. He's on that bus. <laughs> so you know what's coming next, right? <laughs> so I got on the bus and he started Priya, how do you like Krishna consciousness? I says, I'm new Marsh. i You know, I don't know too much about of anything, but I know the prasadam is beyond this world. So that's, that was my main concern at that time because I, w- I just became a vegetarian and it was very difficult to be a vegetarian back in the, you know, early, late seventies so i uh that's what i was concerned. anyway maharaj was preaching to me and this and that and he says so what are you going to do with your life i says well i have two, several options my father thinks i should go to law school i've been accepted at the university of madison wisconsin uh to be a, you know to to go to law school or I'm thinking about joining the Hare Krishnas. <laughs> he says, the second choice is the right choice. He says, you should get on my bus and and, and join and, and ride. And we travel the whole world, the whole United States, and we distribute Prabhupada's books. I says, that sounds great, but I have a wife and a baby sitting right there, and there's no way I could do that, Maharaj, so... He says Some, they'll be okay. You know, they were really hardcore back in the early days. They didn't take no for an answer for anything. But I wasn't given it. I couldn't do that. My son was only not even a year old, you know. And I had <clears> to <throat> anyway. So that was the Damodar party, and um, I just missed the initiation. Where Gurudev had brought all the buses together, four buses. Maybe Chakri, did you get initiated in that big group of brahmacharis? Huh? Detroit. Detroit? Anyway, there was 80 brahmacharis that got initiated in Chicago. 80 at one time. And they had the, all the Gorditai deities were there and they bathed the deities and they had this big initiation. And Prabhupada was just like in, just in ecstasy to see. So one of this, you know, that that was like the biggest initiation of that time in the whole world. It was the biggest initiation. I missed it. Every time, it seemed like no matter where I went, I miss Prabhupada. Did you, did you get to meet Prabhupada? I says, no, I never got to meet Prabhupada. Oh, he was just here, all of I says, that's my misfortune. But anyway, things worked out for the best in the long run. I was supposed to get initiated by Srila Prabhupada. I moved here right after Tripurari Ari Maharaj tried to get me on the bus. I asked my wife, I says, let's, let, let's join this movement. And she says, let's go, you know and uh we moved to Dallas here and then uh, Prabhupada was still on the planet and we were supposed to get initiated here in Dallas one of la- Prabhupada's last initiations of course he was in Vrindavan getting ready to go back to Godhead well he was already back to Godhead but he was getting ready to leave and they had initiation here I didn't get the initiation so I was very upset I'll make this quick. So Prabhupada left. I didn't know what to do, so I went back to Chicago. And we had a little apartment right by the temple that the temple owned right down the street. So we were going regularly. And one devotee came, two devotees came and asked me, you know, Dr. Alex, what are you going to do now? I says, well, I don't know what to do. Prabhupada's gone. He says, don't worry. There's 11 successors that Prabhupada left in charge to continue initiating. And one of them is Tamal Krishna Goswami. And I had met Tamal, I never met him personally as an introduction, but I went on a couple morning walks with him in St. Louis, because I would sometimes go to St. Louis just to get out of Chicago, you know, go to St. Louis, see the deities there. And I went on a couple of morning walks with him. So I knew who, vaguely, who Tamal Krishna was. I liked his preaching, the way he preached. He was very clear and cut, easy to understand. And um, so the Markandaya and Purnachandra Prabhu says you should go to St. Louis. Tamal Krishna goes, Swami's there. And uh, you should talk with him about your future as far as becoming a devotee. So we drove to St. Louis, and um, within a a few minutes, the first few words out of Gurudev's mouth, I I was just captivated. I was just like, "This is the person." It's like a true love, you know. It was like a really, it was like a true love. I found my true love. (laughs) He was. <laughs> so uh he says, okay, move back to Dallas. I says, I just moved from Dallas. I'm not going to go back. I don't want to go back. You know, he says, no, I, I'm in charge of Dallas and St. Louis and Chicago and, and Houston and, of course, so many other places around the world. But that Midwest regent was appointed to him. So I says, okay, and we came back. Um, there was barely anybody here, just a few devotees, a couple of pujaris, a couple of cooks. Um, Giridhari Brahmachari at the time was a temple commander, and maybe one or two other devotees, I can't remember, because Satsarup Maharaj was in charge of this temple. And then when they adjusted who's going where to get what zone, Satsarup Maharaj had kind of like the East Coast. So he went to Gita Nagari, to Pennsylvania. And he was so attached to these deities, he took the small ones with him, Chotakala <laughs> because he helped Prabhupada install these deities. And that was in the other building they were installed, not here. They were installed in the other building, the sanctuary. But then Prabhupada later changed it. Put them here, make this nice. I guess it was a little rundown. The whole place was really quite kind of rundown. But shortly, with Gurudev's incredible prowess, within a short time, we had the biggest Sankerton party in the world here in Dallas. The best book distributors you could find anywhere. He pulled them from everywhere in the world. Australia, they came from Everywhere. The best book. And then we build this temple. And then we build the restaurant. No, she came later. I'm talking about Naikatma, mostly Prabhupada disciples. But yeah, that Injury Nielish came, who was one of the very best in the world. That was the icing on the cake. This was Gurudev's, you know, disciple. But the majority of, they were mostly Prabhupada disciples. And then a couple of bhaktas, you know, myself and uh, Bhakta Bob, who came became Kalachanji Chanji Das. He he was doing better than even the most seasoned sankirtan devotees in the movement. Triparari, he was beating Triparari Maharaj's numbers as a Bhakta. This kid was like, Where did he come from? You know. And by the way, he made a nice donation. I have to give it to you, Maturanath. Um so it all came together. I mean, this place was buzzing, man. The construction was going on, the deities were getting more opulent, the Prasadam was more it was just turning into a at first when I got here I was kinda like, Wow, is, is this the right thing to do, you know? And I, you know it was pretty austere Kopanandini and baby were staying in the Brahmacharini Ashram. I was staying in the Brahmacharya ashram. It was you know, with Vaishaseka and all right there in the in the activities room. He's asleep right next to Vaishnasik, sura all those big guns, man. <laughs> the little guy little Bhakti Alex trying to do his best, you know. But the the accomplishments are just incredible. Gurudev is an individual being his personal servant, I, I scrutinizingly watched him and observed him and everything that he did because it's just basically my nature. I, I, Gurde told me one time, You could never be my secretary because you have too much, too, a great power of observation and you'll find fault. So, you servant, bodyguard, whatever, personal trainer, you, fine. Secretary, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> you can't do. And don't get involved in management. <laughs> don't get involved in management. <clears throat> but to watch and be so close to Srila Gurudev and the things that he's done for this movement, McCarty I mean, you forgot a few other places, the spiritual world he was preaching in those places too, I think. There's nothing that he, he couldn't do or hasn't done. He did everything that a that a guru could want. He was very personal with each and every one of us in a lovingly fatherly way. He answered every single at back then there was no no computers. He personally had typed out letters to every single person and made sure every answer every letter was answered. He was that loving. I mean, he there was one time we were upstairs, and Gerthe had a little bit of a back problem, no a shoulder problem, so he was taking massage, and we had a professional masseuse to come in. It was a woman, but Gerthe would have all you know several people around him when she was giving him massage and uh she said. Um she told me and maybe Materna She says, you know, your spiritual master is, is not an ordinary person. I says, We know that. <laughs> I'm glad you know it too now, you know. He says, she says, he has a heart that's bigger than anybody's heart. I could tell by the way his heart beats. It's so strong. So the point I'm making is his heart was so big. That he could harbor all his disciples and more and make sure that they got the loving attention that they needed in their spiritual and material life. He covered all bases all the time. Such a loving individual. And giving he was he gave everything all the time. And he, he, and Prabhupada was so proud of him. The reason I say that is, he used to, he, some things he did for Prabhupada, he would make me do for him, and then he would tell me. You know, like one time we were in Hong Kong, and uh, it was near Jolly and Srila Gurdav said, are you going to follow this near Odyssey? I says, yeah, I'll try. I mean, we got to go out on book distribution. I got to come back for lunch to make sure your lunch is ready, your laundry, you know, all of these different things. I, I says, I'll try to do it. So anyway, Gopal, uh, you remember Gopal? Gopal, Naratam, myself, and Pardon me? No, he wasn't the temple president. Um, So we followed this near Jalikadisi. It was difficult, but we did it. And the next day, he told us that, you know, Prabhupada, I did this Jalikadisi fast for Prabhupada, and he was very, very pleased. So, so many things that he did for Prabhupada, I've seen him exhibit with his disciples, exchanging in in a similar way. Chanting Japa. He says, Prabhupada used to sit me right here, and then he would chant Japa. He would So sometimes he would do that with me and other devotees, you know. Arjun come, just sit down, and then he would Chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, back and forth, back and forth, for maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes. And I wouldn't chant my japa barely. I wanted to hear pure chanting. So I would just kind of like pretend I was chanting because I wanted to hear his chanting, his pure chanting. So many memories with Srila Gurudev. And today's his 76th appearance day. We're so fortunate to be here in the, the association of each other in a wonderful, wonderful community that we have. I pray and hope that uh, Krishna allows me to stay here. I'm not going anywhere, but uh, just keep me anchored here. Keep me anchored here. Sometimes your mind wants to go other places, but this is home. This was his home. This is the place he loved. And I want to thank you all. Keep me in your service. Let me serve you all in one way or the other, whatever I could do. I'm your eternal servant. And I'm Tamal Krishna's eternal servant. And I thank you. Hare Krishna. Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj Ki.
0: Hare Krishna. So it's like, uh, Chakri Prabhu was saying this when he spoke that Gurudev's big, biggest interest was that we all preach really very nicely. He actually would say to his disciples many times in all of his lectures. You'll hear this point that the core message that he had for everybody was always be absorbed in sankirtan, always be absorbed in sankirtan. So, as disciples, this is something that we have to imbibe, and this is the message that we can give to everybody on behalf of Gurudev. Uh, especially in the younger days, when he first, uh, when you all first met him in the younger days, he was very, very strict about these things. And his ideas were also very big. Uh, we have all heard how Prabhupada said that one of the diseases he had was he couldn't think small. And Madhukrishna Maharaj is like that too, always thinking big. And I remember in the earlier days, uh, many unusual things happened that today people would think, how would be even be possible? I remember one time, at first come to the U.S. And wasn't I didn't come here to do preach Krishna consciousness or anything like that. I came for business because we'd lost our business in Fiji. And so I thought, let's make some more money. And what better place in the U.S. to make money? So I came here and made a contract with the uh, United Artists for $4 million. The profit was $2 million. This was uh, in 1992. I mean, at that time, $2 million is a lot of money. I mean, even today, $2 million is a lot of money. Somehow he heard about it, that I was about to sign the contract. So he called me from Mayapur, and he said, I want you in Mayapur in 24 hours. And I said, Guru, I can come a little later. I've got a contract to sign. I said, I know what contract you're going to sign. So he said, you're such an unfaithful disciple. He said, you know, I want you here in 24 hours. If you want to stay my disciple, be here in 24 hours. So I thought, why am I being unfaithful? He said, well, you lost your business, and Krishna wants you to do his business, and you went going back right and doing business again. So I said, well, go there, but there's a profit of two million dollars. I mean, I'll take take care of my wife, my children will be fine, right? Then I can do full-time service. He said, no, I want you to come to Maipur right now. So I said, let me make the two million dollars. I'll give you the two million dollars. He said, no, I don't want the two million dollars. I want you in Maipur in 24 hours. This is, you know, it's very hard to think of a person who thinks like this. You know what I mean? If he's determined to do something... You can give him any amount of money, he's not going to worry about it. You know? At other times, he can tell somebody, please give five thousand dollars. But, you know, his ideas are always very big, and I think that this is something for posterity. uh, Because now, Srila Prabhupada's disciples are leaving their bodies, and I don't see it's going to be very long before Srila Gurudev's disciples are also going to start to leave their bodies. So, if there's any message we as the disciples can pass on to everybody else, and how we ran this temple and how we took care of the temple and and everything else. It was always think big, you know. You can't actually think small things and and think that I just have to take care of this much and everything will be okay. No, it won't be okay. You have to really plan on preaching on a larger scale. And it is going to happen. More and more of it has worked out and more and more of it will happen. And we have Srila have to thank for that. Jai, Śrīla Tamā, Kṛṣṇa Gosvāya Mahārāj, Śrīla Gurudeva ki! Śrīla Gurudeva Mahat Mahātsavaki Jai. So now we're going to... Yes. The, right. you got to see it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Take it around. Show it to
6: everybody.
0: Oh, wow. She did one for that. Let's show it to everybody. And uh, that's so nice. So, yeah, this Radha the Traveling Sankirtan Party uh, is such an amazing story. You really have to join us on the Zoom programs to hear these devotees speak about their experience. And the experience is so amazing, you would think it's not even possible that these things happen. It's not possible. But actually those things happen. And the amazing thing is, it's coming around again, this talk again, of setting up a similar system where the buses will go around and preach again in our own buses. And this time we'll have much better buses. You might remember the last time when the buses were there, they were like 30 year old, 40 year old greyhounds. That greyhound had put to rest and said, these buses don't work anymore. The Hare Krishna has bought those buses and turned them into temples, into castles took them around everywhere. Some of those buses didn't have brakes. Can you imagine? They slowed the bus down by gear, you know, and things like that. It's just amazing stories of what they did with these buses. I mean, they were runaway buses, some of them, you know. Uh, I remember one story. They were on the bus and the bus was so out of control, it was going at 90 miles an hour. And there was nothing you could do to stop it. it's running at 90 miles per hour. Can you imagine, I mean, what do you have to do? And these devotees are figuring it out. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to make this bus stop? (laughs) So they hit it against something on the side, on a big, very big bankman, and actually slowed the bus down by doing that, and just, you know, got the bus to stop. Of course, the bus didn't work after that. But (laughs) that's how they stopped the bus. Please hear these stories, because this tells us we are not taking risks now, for Krishna consciousness. We should be. We must take risks for Krishna consciousness. Otherwise the deities are going to be bored. They're standing on the altar and they're thinking, wow, it's all very boring. And you know what happens when the deities think everything's bored? They'll create trouble. So that you have to deal with the trouble now. And then when you have to deal with the mess, then you'll be coming in front of the deities and praying, please help us, please help us. But they didn't need to help us if we had done something exciting. So please, let's live very exciting lives, and this is the way that His Holiness, the Mahakrishna Goswami Maharaj, wanted us to live our lives, and how His Divine Grace, Sri Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, also wanted us to live our lives. Thank you so very much. Srila Gurudev Vyas Puja Ki Jai. So now you saw the cake. That was made also for the traveling Sankirtan party. Now if you would come up and we will do Pushpanjali to uh, Srila Gurudev. Uh, and then we'll uh, uh, have very nice Guru Puja. And then serve out a wonderful feast that has been made uh, for this program. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. That's going to go on the other table on the other side. Yes, yes, no, no, no. Okay.